of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts, and I am here with Ken Miller, my friend as well as colleague. And Mr. Miller, how are you today? I am great. Could be yes. better. How are you? I'm, dude, I today has been beautiful outside. It's a good day. You know, husband's in a good mood, kids in a good mood. <laughs> life, is, life is going well here in Atlanta today. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. It always helps when your spouse, significant other are in a good mood, not to mention the four-year-old. Yes, especially so. when I'm like, hey, I'm going to peace out for a little bit. You guys be quiet. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> um, but how are things? How are things in California? Well, it is a nice mid-70s day, uh, but uh, things are things are good. Things are getting better as the weather gets better and as we open up and more people are you know, coming in to work out. So the, the fitness industry is on the rebound, I will say, at least from my perspective, it is. So Fantastic. no complaints. Yeah. Hey, that's always good. <laughs> when we've yeah. got complaints, we're going to have to, you know, call it a day and start yeah. over. So, exactly. uh, but today's episode, we are going to talk about having no time and, mm -hmm. and really trying to figure out what are some really good exercises that someone can do in a time crunch. And so yeah. when we talk about this, it's no time, no problem. I think that I have, I know for myself, there's probably five quick hit exercises that I tell my clients that, hey, I want to show you how to do this. Make sure you can execute this on your own. And whenever you say you have like five minutes, I want you to drop down and do these on your own because these are things that are going to really benefit you. And I know that yeah. you also had some some written down as well. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's funny when we compare notes, we're, we're not we're not too far apart, but uh, I, I can't wait to hear why you think yours is, you know, you know, I'd say more important than mine. But yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to be very, yeah. very honest with you. I, I wrote down some exercises and then when I went to go grab them, I grabbed my my uh, grocery list. So I'm going off of uh, memory here. So. <laughs> So when I say these are ones that I usually are go-to, yeah. just know that I don't have these written down. These are my true go-tos. So just oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> I Maybe I overthink my selection then because it's uh -oh. like I'd have to think, okay, no, that would be good for this situation. Well, that would be better for that situation. So, all well, right. When we think about this, I want to just, when we say time crunch, it's, it's not just when you're traveling because – I know, Ken, you yeah. and I are both traveling more now and our time really is limited in between different mm -hmm. things that we have you know, scheduled for the day. And so we don't get a lot of time to work out. And especially for me being a female, if I want my hair done and I want to look cute when I go out or something like that, I don't want to get all hot and sweaty and do a full workout because I don't have the time. However, I can kind of hit, you know, do a few things here, a few things there and, you know, yeah. then kind of runs off and, and then and then move on with my day. But I know that's a big one that my clients say, well, I'm traveling so much and I can't fit it yeah. in. And and I think after this, they're going to realize there really are no excuses. <laughs> no, no. And, and it is it is about eking little little bits of the day to where you can move and you can, you know, open some things up because you have to, you kind of have to give your clients that think that, oh, if I don't get an hour in, I, I'm really not getting what I need to do, you know, get what I need to get out of a, a workout. But no, if anything, it's the opposite, you know, little bits and, you know, five to 10 minutes, few times a day, you know, it, it's, it's better than nothing. But, you know, it also breaks the stigma of having one hour, right? One hour. If I don't get it, it's not worth doing. So little bits and pieces is, 
will, will make all. a world of difference in how you feel and, and how, you know, and, and, you know, how your body's going to respond over time. Every little bit counts. And that's what I tell yeah. people. But I will say this. I was on a call with a client the other day and I he had just bought one of the Venom back. You know, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like this yeah. back wrap that, put, you know, you turn it on and it vibrates and it makes this noise. And, and it, it really pretty much brings heat into that area. <laughs> yeah. And we were on a call and we were on a like professional call with a lot of really um top CEOs and you hear this in the background and you've got this vibration <laughs> thing going on. Do yeah. not think that that would be acceptable. You know, when you're trying to fit things in, you know, make sure that yeah. if you're going to foam roll that you're not going to make weird noises because that gets really uncomfortable. However, if you're not on zoom and you're on a call, put in your AirPods or something like that, grab your foam roller mm -hmm. and roll or stretch, do right. something, right. but just get moving, move people. <laughs> move. Yeah. And, and I think when you say move, I, I, I like to promote encourage blood flow. Like, like oh. you're saying, yeah, if you can, if you're, if you're on a zoom call to where you can black out your screen and you can mute, I've gotten full workouts in on calls. No offense, Wendy, because it was, well, it was on I, a yeah, but calls when you, you and I have been on heavy, together. It gets a little creepy when you're like, and then I think I'm like, that's a great point, Wendy. <laughs> Hold on, I got, I got to get back to my set. No. Right. <laughs> but it is a matter, you know, now you can get, you can get on, the, like you said, like you put your laptop on the floor and you can put a foam roller on the ground and, you know, get your calves, get your hamstrings, get your quads, get your lats, you know, 30 seconds on six different body parts. You have three minutes and then you can get back to being professional, you know, quote unquote professional uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, conference calls that are on the phone or, or if you're on a blacked out screen for your zoom or, or your, you know, video conference call. But from that vantage point, I mean, just improve blood flow. So exercise as we, as we're going to talk about them, you know, uh, is one thing, but I just like to improve blood flow. So like you said, Hey, if you can get on a, on a foam roller or even get out your, your volts, or like you, you mentioned the, the venom, the low back venom. So anything that improves blood flow for a short amount of time, whenever you can eke that into your day, um, it's, it's always the better choice than doing nothing. And I have to get better at that too. Cause I am on calls all the time or I, you know, obviously I can't do it during a podcast. That'd be a little weird, but uh, you know, there are times where I'm sure I could fit it in where I'm like, Oh my goodness, I went the whole day and I didn't do anything and it's my own fault. And so I think, you know, taking ownership of it, realizing that we're all human and it doesn't have to be done yeah. every single day, but a little yeah. bit does add up to a lot and yeah. doing, doing a little bit of nothing then leads to a little bit or a lot of nothing doing right. what a little bit of something leads to that was is that rick's thing a little bit of something leads to a whole lot of something else so, <laughs> i don't know so. <laughs> i always ruin of, that <laughs> a little bit of something is better a whole lot of nothing that's it see that's i knew it. i would ruin yeah. that but Thanks, but rick you get Ritchie. it yeah rick yeah. Ritchie, we'll give him credit for that so um but you know with with kind of getting back on point i keep trying going off sorry but yeah, if yeah. i had to say one exercise that i do with my or have my clients do often and and again i mean keep in mind assessments and you know safety mm -hmm. and all that stuff is always yeah. going to be taken into consideration but if i'm like if i know that the client's moving fairly well we're still working on some stuff but one of the ones that i really like to have someone do in their hotel in their hotel room is something something simple such as a, a lunge to balance 
-hmm. And then they have to go into a bicep curl to an overhead press. So they're getting their quads. They're getting their glutes. They're working on their foot and ankle balance. They are working their core by making sure they can stand up and hold that position. They're working their biceps with the curl and they're working their shoulder complex with the overhead press. So to me, that is a multi-joint quick exercise yeah. that they did slow and controlled and really focused on their form. They're getting a lot of bang for their buck. And so I, that's one of my go-tos. And of course you can lunge in different directions because we move in different directions. Um, but that, that would be wow. pretty much my number one go-to. Well, now, now you're stealing my thunder a little bit because I also picked a lunge. Um, but I have included with that lunge arm reaches. So let's oh. just say you, you take a side lunge and now I rotate my shoulders over that lunging leg, uh, over that lunging leg. So if I lunge to the left and then I rotate my shoulders and reach to the left, now I'm adding a little bit of rotation or those that are familiar with the multiplanar universe, you know, now we add a transverse plane. <laughs> Uh, reach. So that way, like you said, Wendy, you're getting the hips, you're getting the thighs, and now we're also getting a little bit of rotation, which incorporates the core. And again, you're getting a good stretch through that whole, you know, that posterior and the anterior oblique systems as you lunge and rotate and, and to kind of tack onto what you said, you know, when you come back, add that balance in there. I didn't have that, but I will, I will write on your coattail and say, <laughs> uh, Whatever, you know, you can lunge, for like, like you said, Wendy, you can lunge in different directions. You lunge forward and rotate. You can lunge to the side and rotate. You can even take a reverse lunge or a backward lunge and rotate, you know, because, again, if we're fixed if in, in, a, in a position to where we're in front of our computer or our tablet or our phone all day, you're just everything is flexed forward. But now if we're keeping our chest up and we are turning our shoulders, we're getting we're, we're going to we're going to get muscles and fascia and all that connective tissue to stretch. And we're going to stimulate those receptors. And it's going to tell the brain, I'll say, oh, you guys are still around. OK, well, I'll keep you in mind the next time it comes to, you know, having you guys do something. But I like the lunges as well, because you get a, you get your hips, you get your foot and ankle to, to wake up and again. The bottom of the feet, a lot of us don't realize that the bottom of your feet is, is one of the most proprioceptively enriched areas of the body. So you have a lot of receptors on, under your foot that they don't get a lot of stimulus when you're wearing shoes, when you're wearing business professional you know, footwear where it's, it's hard and it's solid and it doesn't give your foot a lot of opportunity to move. So balance is, is, is a great way to, to uh, complement that lunge. So. I like and it. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of you and add the balance. Yeah, and I think I mean, <laughs> quote me if I'm you know tell me if I'm wrong, but I think there's what 30 muscles in the foot. So when we talk about balance, like yeah, <laughs> just just go with it. I think I'm there's right. a lot. But um, but when you think about the you know the foot itself, to your point, super important. Obviously, it's going to help us if we've got you know really good arch alignment. It's going to help with our kinetic chain, which is just basically our posture and how we move. So super important. I think balance is very underrated. Um, it needs to be mm -hmm. utilized way more than it is. And those of you guys that are joining us, Ken and I are talking about some exercises that are favorite exercises that we suggest to our clients as well as do ourselves when we're in a time crunch. And so far I did a lunge to balance, to curl, to press, and you did a lunge to now added balance into arm reaches in different directions. Reaches, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I would say probably my number two would would require 
some piece of cable or tubing or something that you that actually you could row back with. But I am a huge fan of the squat to row. And the reason being same thing, I'm working the big muscle groups as well as working my back because I know even myself or with a majority of my clients, we have rounded, you know, rounded shoulders and forward head. And so therefore I'm really trying to strengthen muscles that are often weak and, you know, and everyone's glutes need it because you want to have a good butt, especially coming up this, this summer. But uh, we noticed that the butt's been Always. on vacation because we've been sitting on it so much. So we're going to get up and try to fire that bad boy as well as, you know, trying to get, you know, really good alignment and integrate, you know, again, multiple joints and get everything to work in sequence with each other because, you know, it's a fun exercise to do. It's easy to do, but you would squat down, stand up and row back. Or you could squat down, stay down and row or alternate your rows. Mm -hmm. And if you have good balance and you are looking for something that's a little more challenging, then you could easily go into a single leg squat to a one arm row. And I would suggest if you want to try that at home and you haven't done it, then if you're standing on your right leg, it would be in your left hand and start with the contralateral movement because we, yeah. we walk that way, meaning when your left foot's forward, your right arm's forward and you're walking, like you don't walk same arm, same leg. So you might as well train like you, like you, you live. And so start that way. And it is a incredible exercise. One of my favorites. I love it. So that would be my number two. That's a, that's a good one, but I will challenge your number Ooh, two. Bring it big boy. A, <laughs> Push up, push uh, up with rotation. Okay, well, so, I can, would have that one too, just so you know. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. So with a push, uh, you, you you can tell I'm kind of big on rotation, right? Uh, but uh, push up with rotation, because here's the here's the thing: when it comes to upper body strength, what do a lot of people complain about? You know, as far as where they're lacking strength, it's upper body strength. And one easy exercise to do. I mean. It's body weight, which means that there's no equipment. So that's one thing, right? It's good upper body uh, strengthening exercise that you can do anywhere. Just, you know, you just need enough space for you to go face down, bring your body to the floor, and then push yourself up. But this little twist when we say push up with rotation is you're going to, as you push up, you're now going to take lift one of your arms up off the ground, and you're going to reach towards the ceiling. So if you're if you're just listening to us, you're just going to lower your body as you would any other push up, lower it down, push it back up. But then you're going to rotate your trunk, keep your feet in the same position they were. And you're just going to rotate your spine and your trunk as you reach up one arm towards the ceiling and then with control, lower back down and then you would alternate sides. And the, the one good thing about that, that in addition to what benefits that push-ups gives you is the fact that now as you're rotating towards the ceiling, that one arm that's on the ground, you are going to really work on some shoulder stability in a dynamic position, which means now all of my upper body is going to be resting on and dependent on the stability of that shoulder. So there has to be some requisite shoulder stability before you do something like that. But how much you rotate is going to be up to you. A uh, variation of that is, you know, you don't always have to do a push up from the floor. Uh, as, as you mentioned, Wendy, there's, you know, there's opportunities for us to, to travel now and be on the road. So if going straight onto the floor is too challenging, I can put my hands on the couch or the ottoman or the side of the bed and 
elevates me, which takes some of the, the, the level of work down. So the intensity is lower, uh, hands on the counter. So you can do push-ups from any position as long as you can find a elevated platform. But uh, the rotation is a definite add-on just from the standpoint that, hey, we're going to, you know, anytime you can cheat in a little bit more work or a little bit more stability, especially through the shoulder, hey, have at it. Yeah, and as soon as you tell me to do a push-up, I'm going to crawl in the bed under the covers and take a nap and be like, oh, yeah, totally, I'll do those later. So thanks for playing. But but I did have those on my on my program as well because, you know, it, there are so many different variations that you could do. To your point, you know, you talked about some great different, uh, you know, uh, positionings. And as you elevate mm -hmm. yourself, it makes the push-up easier. Or you could be on your knees. However, I don't want to do them on my knees. I would rather do your mm -hmm. suggestions. But, yes, great call. Um, another one of my favorites is we got to work the hamstrings, got to work the glutes. So I like to do a single leg Romanian deadlift with a curl to press. Or if I already did that in my lunges, I would do a single leg Romanian deadlift with a PNF reach, which is basically like you were talking about taking my one arm elbow straight and then just reaching to the opposite side of my body. And so therefore it's safer because of not going necessarily overhead. So with a client that has impingement or if you have impingement, going overhead sometimes can be um, aggravating. And so if you make, think about an X, if you just take your arm and make one side of the X, that would be, quote, the PNF reach. And, you know, you can go nice and slowly come up, you know, do your, your uh, hamstring, you know, so you're going down, you're coming up, squeezing your glute and then reaching. So it is another multi-joint exercise, but you're getting more bang for your buck, literally, um, when you're doing this because you are getting a lot of major, you know, uh, areas that are often, again, weak in multiple people. And this is a big one for me because I'm often weak in this area myself. So, oh, uh, you, and me you and me both. It's a <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a good one. And mm -hmm. I will um, meet your compound movement there and <laughs> throw out there the world's greatest. Oh, now, that one's a good one. Nice uh, call. World's, yeah, there's a, and, and, you know, both of you, you and I are nodding going, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, I, you know, for me, you know, the way I would apply this or uh, for myself is, you know, a lot of times just when I'm waking up and I feel a little bit stiff in, in the back or the hips or anything like that, you know, if I didn't sleep well that night, this is one of those where I'll roll out of bed and right next to the bed, I'll just go ahead and get into position and start having at it. But what, what this exercise is, is you're going to go into a deep lunge position. And Wendy, this is, this is a pretty, unless you have a visual, um, it is something that can be pretty, pretty detailed in explanation, but you get into a deep lunge, you put one hand on the ground. So one foot is lunged up all the way to your hand height. The other leg is extended back and you are just going to rotate, reach again with the There's rotation. your rotations. So I got three in a row. I'm, I'm batting, I'm batting a thousand <laughs> with the rotations, but I'm going to reach down and I'm going to reach up. So one of the things I like to do is I'll reach down with my elbow to the floor and then I'll reach up to the sky with, with both feet planted and one hand planted. And I'm going to rotate towards that forward lunging leg. So if my right leg, my right foot is planted up by my, my hand, the, the level of my hand and my shoulder, then I'm just going to go ahead and rotate. And I'll just get 10 on each side. And not only do I get the trunk rotation, but I also get the opportunity to open up the hip. So 
that's you know in, in its simplest explanation trunk rotation shoulder stability um opening up the hips so you get those three all in one movement i can see why they call it the world's greatest Yes. And then I often on the way up, I'll have them bring their torso up so they get more of a hip flexor as well and a little different area before they stand up into the opposing side. So there you go. Always one upping. You know, Always. somebody's got to do it. So why like, not me? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, let's be real here. That's my job. You know, I am the female. Yeah, it's my job keep, to always be correct. So I just want to throw that out there. Keep, keep me humble. I thought I was humble, but uh, uh, you know, now so. I know I have to be. <laughs> Well, you know, just for you guys that are joining us, we are talking about exercises in a time crunch that Ken and I both either do on our own or suggest to our clients and the reasons that we, the reasons why we suggest them and why we like them. Um, I'm Wendy Batts and I'm here with Ken Miller. And the next exercise, oh, you, you have something no, to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> The next exercise that I, I like, and I'm trying to remember my list here, I would probably have to say I would need, again, a piece of tubing or something to, to provide a little bit of resistance. But I like either the half kneeling or or half, almost um, a quarter of a half kneel uh, rotation. And so there's my rotation with a cable. So basically, you would get into the 90-90, almost like the hip flexor stretch is the positioning. And, you know, from that point, if I had, let's say my right knee was down and my, my uh, left leg was forward. So again, they're both making 90 degrees. I would take the cable on the right side and I would rotate up and try to face the opposing direction, really squeezing through the glute as well as the core. I think it's a phenomenal core exercise. I'm getting a little bit of a stretch, a little bit of an activation and a lot of rotation and core. So I'm working my obliques um, and my shoulders at the same time. So I love that one. And if somebody can't get on the ground, you could always, always go into something as simple as even the, the pal off press or the anti-rotation or even the cable rotation if standing. So I like those, especially very core specific and core based. And I know that they're very, very challenging when done correctly. And, you know, I just I just like them. So I put them on there. <laughs> well, it's there's a lot to like about that one. Yes. Now I will say, okay, so my first exercise I'm going to put out there that requires a little bitty piece of equipment called a mini band is mm -hmm. what we call tube walking. Love those. Using, yeah. Yeah. So, so with that, <laughs> I'm sorry, were you saying something? No. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, what I like about that is that one, there's a lot of variations of where you can put the band. So you can put the band above the knee across right at the top of the ankles, right above the ankles, or across your midfoot. And the directions, you, you can go right, you can go left, and you can go backwards you, uh, performing the tube walking. What I really like about it, it's you're now moving in space, right, versus the other recommendations that I've, I've made is you're basically stationary in your one spot. But now with, with tube walking, you can go from – you know, your posture and positioning, you're, you're going to start off with your feet hip width apart. You're going to step out to now where your feet are now shoulder width your part. And you're going to slowly do a lateral or a sideways walk to your right, maybe 10 paces and then to your left 10 paces. Or you can just be stationary and just have one foot go out and come back, go out and come back. But it's a great glute activation especially the glute medius. That's more of the glute that's facing on the outer side of your hip. 
which we, we do tend to get weak in that region of the body. So when you do a lateral tube walking, you're going to emphasize a muscle that needs a lot of attention anyway, traditionally, when it comes to, you know, clients that we'll typically work with. But as you're walking in space, if you're doing it right, you're keeping your shoulders level, you're keeping your hips level, and that in and of itself is working on a certain level of core stability. So as you're walking, you're keeping your hip, knees, and toes in line, you're keeping your shoulders level and your hips level. So it looks almost like you're floating across the room, right and left. And from that perspective, yeah, there's, you're now moving in space uh, using this mini band. So, and the mini bands, you can, you can vary, you know, uh, heavy resistance, medium and light resistance. So based on your level of comfort and strength, you know, this is one exercise that you can do. It doesn't require a whole lot of space, but it gives you an opportunity to use space if you have it available to you. And I am going to throw this out there. So I do two walking and bridges with every one of my clients, and I don't care the phase or anything like that because of, of exactly what you said. I want the outer hip and the muscles, especially the glutes to fire. Mm -hmm. I find those two exercises phenomenal, and to me, I use those as activation. But I am going to say your explanation of, of how to do the lateral tube walking is so spot on because I see the crazy teapots where like the yeah. head's moving, the body falls, like follows later or like the yeah. Michael Jackson slide, like on the opposing uh, leg. So like if you step out <laughs> to the left or right one, like comes right up to it. It's like, don't do that. That there, that is wrong. And then it's just bad. So, so I think you literally spot on with how to do it. You should float, not slide. So yeah, just you don't like out. doing the, like the, the thriller. <laughs> the, no, no, no. Mm -mm. Just going across. So, the <laughs> all right. Last one for me, because I know that we could do all right. these all day. But mine yeah. would require you to have some kind of, of good foundation of cardio as well as strength. So I am going to say that up front. But if you've listened to any of my webinars in the past, one of my all-time favorite exercises to do would be leg circuits. And leg circuits is basically mm -hmm. four exercises. So I am kind of cheating here. But four exercises done as fast as someone can control without rest until you're complete. And so the four exercises that I usually do um, in a circuit would be alternating leg lunges. Again, as fast as someone can control up to 20. So 10 on each leg. As soon as they're done with that, they immediately go into um, power. Or, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. They start with prisoner squats, Ooh, prisoner squats for 20. Then they do the alternating lunges. Then they do power step ups. So again, 10 on each leg. So 20 total. So 20 prisoner squats, 20 lunges, 20 power step ups. And then they do 10 tuck jumps. Now, I will say if you are on like the 13th or 12th floor in a hotel and you start banging around, people are going to think you've lost your mind. However, these are really fun to do at home. They're really it's a great way to increase your heart rate. You're getting all your lower body muscles as well as your core activated. And it's really, really challenging. And so, you know, but, but, and then you'll take a break and then repeat that two to three different times. And of course you can also do all three planes of motion. However, if you do these right, it's 2020, 2010, and they are fun. I have all my athletes do it. They hate me, but I, that's why they come back. And, you know, I, I like them myself. Yeah. So Who can hate you, my, Wendy? Oh, you know, during that hour, I don't need I don't need them to like me. But, you know, as long as they keep coming back, it's all good. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought in the beginning of this this podcast, we were talking about things you can do and not have, you know, get too sweaty. I think after that 
one circuit oh, of that. Well, that would be go. in a hotel room when I'm short for time. So keep that in mind too. So all right. Let's... So my last pick is a ground to stand, and I'll just take oh. the general approach of a ground to stand. Um, so basically, it's it's just that you're starting on the ground and you get up and stand. Off the ground to, and stand. And it's it's. <laughs> Versus the world's greatest, where you can you can take that however you want. But ground to stand, let's say, as an example, you can start off on your back, which means you're going to start off on your back, body's nice and straight, you'd have to roll over and then stand up. You know, as somebody who's first starting this, yeah, let them use whatever resources they have available, meaning like they can use their their hands to stand up. Now, to progress somebody, I might go ahead and say, use the hands as little as possible. So now they have to roll over without having to push themselves over. So they have to roll over. They have to use plenty of core and plenty of trunk rotation in there again, rotation. Um, and then they, they have to do a sit-up without using their hands. And then they have to get themselves into an upright position, maybe a half-kneeling um, position to where now they're poised to stand up from there. And then the next half of the battle is getting themselves on the floor without dropping or collapsing onto the floor without their hands or minimal use of their hands. So the progression there being using your hands and then minimal use of hands and then no hands. And, uh, that's that's how I would start somebody off from a ground to stand concept. And then there's variations of it, right? You can go from a side plank or a plank position to a standing position and then coming back down, get into a plank position for you can even add a three or four second count and then repeat the motion. So a ground to stand, that's, you know, changing elevation. That's not it's not something that a lot of people do a whole lot during the day, but it is a butt kicker once you get 10 of them in there. I have a client do that. I, again, one of my virtual clients that I mm -hmm. see and his big thing was he couldn't get off the ground and, and he's not old. Yeah. I mean, he's 67. Like he's very active, plays golf Younger. all the time. Yeah. yeah, totally young, especially as I get older, six, seven is nothing. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the big thing for him was, you know, he's got grandkids and so he'd get on the floor mm -hmm. and then he'd look like an old man getting up and he's yep. like, I don't want that. And exactly. we have been working on that. And the big thing is, is he gets almost up and then he plops. He literally falls on his butt and it goes plop. And I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, do it again. Do it again. And it just he's like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And so we work yeah. on it. That is how we end our session every single time. And we he's progressively gotten better. He's still not there yet, but he can see how much he's 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 you know how much he's advancing in this movement. But I mean, it does take a lot of time. Plus, as as someone gets older, this is super important. This is an activity of daily living. It is important yeah. part of life, and yeah. I will second that to be a very good ending exercise. And I guess my key takeaways, if you were going to ask, is find exercises that involve multiple multiple joints. Um, and incorporates a lot of different body movements if you're short on time, because every movement matters and every movement's going to help you get stronger, move better, as long as you're moving with quality movements and not just worrying about quantity. And then also think about your spacing, your time, but there should be no excuses. There are always certain things that you can do, yeah. even if you do one exercise at a time throughout the day, something is better than nothing. Right. 
And I'll tag on to that and say, find something you like. Like if you don't like doing ground to stands, don't do, just save it for when your trainer or if you're Wendy's clients, save it for the end of your session when she makes you do it. So I'll actually do ground to stands in the beginning, you know, after they've done their core and their mobility work. I'll have them do 10 ground to stands and then I'll go get a cup of coffee and then I'll come back. <laughs> By the time I'm back, they're done. Um, but find something you like. And if you do that one motion, you know, five times a day, that's fine. It's better than doing no motions, um, you know, zero times a day, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> from that perspective, you know, find something you like and then find something that you somewhat like, but you're getting better at it. So it's a little encouraging. So you'll do it more. But, you know, find a variation that you can do that, you know, isn't too exhaustive and something that, you know, if you get five of them, fine. You don't have to do 10, but just do something. So yes. I love it, Wendy. I love this one. This is this is a good one. I think we need to, you know, maybe come up with a, a B list or something of exercises. <laughs> but I mean, because I mean, I, I, I just did like just. So I forgot my list, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I just kept writing. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, what's the top five of my list? So anyway, well, maybe we'll do it. So if, if you guys want to stay tuned for our B list of exercises, <laughs> uh, like, follow, subscribe, download. Uh, we do appreciate you spending your time with us and listening to this episode of Random Fit on No Time, No Problem. So we look forward to hearing, uh, seeing you guys and you hearing us next time. But until then, take care and be well.